Hey everybody, this is Curtis Lane. You know that this week's episode is brought to you by Hinge. Hinge is the dating app that is designed to be deleted. What you have to do is download the app, find love, and then delete the app. It really is that simple. You may be trying other dating apps, but Hinge allows people to provide feedback on their dates in a way that will let you know maybe if there's a diamond in the rough. Don't take our word for it. Download it today and give it a try. I'm sure you'll find much success. Thank you and have a great day. She won't get married because she's never been in love. Andy's really hot. And don't get me wrong, you're cute too, but Andy is like cut from Marvel. He's gorgeous. He's like this beautiful face and this incredible body. And I genuinely don't care that he's kind of lame. For a lot of people, love isn't just a slogan. And if he hits you again, you tell me. I'd be forced to knock his teeth off. I don't think that would be such a good idea. He's big. I'm sorry. It's written into my character to do it, so I do it. What do you mean love? You mean a big lightning bolt to the heart where you can't eat and you can't work and you just run off and get married and make babies. Wait, wait, wait. Don't leave. Don't leave, please. I could use your help. Take this quarter. Go downtown and have a rat gnaw that thing off your face. Good day to you, madam. Have you been single for far too long? Are you out of touch with the dating game? Regardless of your plight, we're here to help. Put your hands together for the crew of the Nerds in Love podcast. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the Nerds in Love podcast. I'm your host, Curtis. With me, as always, is Dr. Stephanie Sarkis, PhD, who you can find over at stephaniesarkis.com. How are you today, Steph? I'm great. How are you? Doing great. How's the weather your way? Let's see. It is getting humid. It's 80% humidity, so it's cranking up, but it's yeah. also 83 degrees, so it's pretty nice. Is nice. it clear there? Is it rainy? Or... It's uh, cloudy. Yeah. It's... That's kind of like standard, right? Yeah, it's pretty much like overcast as usual for us. So, and yeah, it's fifty-eight Fahrenheit. So, pretty. Oh, cool. that's nice. Yeah, not too warm, not too cool. I don't. Yeah, that's nice and chilly here. Yeah, sometimes it's nice. You know, at least you can go do stuff when it's like that. You know, you, right? Sometimes the weather is too wet or too cold or too hot. Mm. Overcast and for and uh, fifty-eight Fahrenheit is is pretty good. I can handle that. Yeah, that's pretty nice weather. I've noticed that people that live near here that are around us that live up north, they have all gone back up north, which tells us that it's getting like unbearably hot for other people. Mm. So, yeah, we had a, we had some nice weather for a while, for nice. a long time. Yeah, and we were all quarantined, so you know, got to enjoy that in our own backyards, which is kind of nice because we didn't have to work inside. We could yeah, kind of work outside. So, mm-hmm. um, yeah. So, how's the quarantine going in your neck of the woods? Oh, it's going good. Yeah, we've um, been slowly uh, opening things up again. Like, uh, they did reopen barbers so and hair salons, so that's good. But you do have to wear a mask when you go in. So, mm-hmm. But it, it, it was funny. That was one of their major priorities. They go, we got to reopen the barbers. People have quarantine hair. They need to, need a cut. I'm like, I don't know if that's a real big priority, but... I was cutting everybody's hair here. I mean, not the whole neighborhood, like my family. <laughs> Come on so, up. 
Steph will cut your yeah. hair. Right. Hope you like my brother's cuts. like my brother's like ow, and I'm like you're not. That, I'm not even hurt you. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just, doing you a service. You don't look like a shaggy dog. I was hmm? just cutting my own hair, but it wasn't too hard because my hair is just very um, short on the sides, and then I just leave the length on top. So I don't. I just have to worry about the sides and the back, but the back was the hardest part. I was trying to like look in the mirror and do it myself. And it was, it was a whole ordeal, but I did book a thing with my barber. So I was, I said, you might have to fix what I, what I did. Uh, Oh, I'm sure your barber has had plenty of fixing. Yeah. I think there'll be miracles done. Uh, mine actually, most people I've run into, I'm like, they actually say, wow, your hair got cut. I go, yeah. And they go, who did it? I'm like, I did. Like, oh. Everybody's jealous. <laughs> people don't. Me, you got like, a side thing going. Some people mm-hmm. just think that, like, somebody did it professionally. So I'm like, okay, maybe, you know. If it's I can like convincingly hair, hair pull off a haircut, who knows? But I, I think that's a great compliment. Yeah. How about you? How about kind of jokes over here. Quarantine. I, I usually you. cut my own hair, actually. So it was oh, kind yeah. of not any different. I've been cutting my hair for a couple of years now. Um, there's a couple really good tutorials on YouTube by um, salon. I can't think of the correct word. Hairdressers. Okay. I'm not sure what the what the correct word is right now. Um, but there, it's it, it's an interesting mix of when you have a hairdresser say this is a really good tutorial, you know it's good. So yeah. Um, so I've yeah I've cut my hair for a while and finally I have it just the way I like it. So mm-hmm. yeah, because my hair's a little curly, so that gets a little kind of crazy. Uh, so you have to have somebody that really knows how to cut hair. Um, yeah. And then I can just blame myself. So, hey, why not? <laughs> yeah. Well, it's interesting, too, so, like this whole quarantine thing. Like, you have people who can obviously just sit there and complain that they aren't going to see their hairdresser. But you also have a lot of people who are like, how do I cut hair? How can I do this myself? So I think it's interesting right. to see that there's a dichotomy of people who are willing and able to learn how to do it themselves. Because it's a good skill to have, even if it is just right. touch-ups like... For me, I don't go to my hairdresser um, all the time. I usually just go every three months or so. And I usually just maintain it myself for most mm-hmm. of the time just because it's relatively easy to maintain. So right. it's just usually they, they do a little bit extra that I'm just not able to do. But Like the back of your head. That's tricky unless you have like a three-way mirror. Yeah. So, so anyways. Good. Uh, yeah, but I think everybody overall has been doing pretty well. So, um, yep, soon people are kind of holding up, and soon you'll be able it's... to make out with strangers again. Because <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> I know a lot of y'all are ready to go out and date. Yeah. Besides video. Yeah, there was some uh, some article I read where it was like, "Is it safe to make out with strangers again? Yes or no?" And I'm like, "Well, <laughs> there's a lot of things wrong with that. I don't know if you just want to be making out with strangers." He's asking the questions that the people want to know. Yeah. And then one guy just comments that he's like, well, I'm going to make out with people regardless of whether you tell me to or not. I'm like, oh, that's <laughs> okay, prob- then that's you also- do you. That's problematic too. Okay. Hmm. All right. Well, yeah, as long as both people are consenting, yeah. you know, you know what you're getting into. Okay. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. Where that'll be interesting. Yeah. I guess they were saying if you've got like a low, infection rate amongst your like city or area mm-hmm. it's it's better than it's not the worst idea but they say it's still probably not the greatest idea 
other things. Well, I'd say too, make sure that the uh, place you live is doing accurate reporting of numbers too, because mm -hmm. we've had some issues where the person that was the head of the Florida COVID reporting site was apparent. She um, alleges that they told her to uh, falsify data, and she refused, and so she quit, or wow. she was fired. Yeah. So, so you might want to just look in to see if your area has accurate numbers that they're mm -hmm. reporting. Yeah. For sure. So, and check to see if the person's been quarantined. Have they been wearing a mask? Because you're not you're not just doing it for yourself, and you're doing it for people that, like your grandparents or yeah. you know your family members that have immune system issues. Mm -hmm. So, for sure. Oh, and don't take any medicine unless your medical provider has recommended it. I cannot stress that enough. Don't just start taking stuff because you know a politician told you to do it. Yeah. Like Trump. That's dangerous. That could kill you. So I advise against that. Mm hmm All right. Well, let's get on. To <laughs> no reason video. why I would mention that. Just, you know, <laughs> don't do that. <laughs> just don't do that. Yeah. Just don't do that. Yeah. Don't, don't follow medical advice from a big orange boy. <laughs> <laughs> you said that, not me. <laughs> this podcast. Just talk to you. If you're thinking about doing anything that could potentially hurt you. Talk to your, your medical professional. Yeah. All right. Talk to a pharmacist. Talk to somebody. But don't get medical advice from someone that does not have any experience in it. Yeah. Don't take medical advice from someone who eats McDonald's every day. I don't know if he still does point, or not. Point, point. Well taken. Yeah. No, yeah. I heard that he does, but I don't know if he still does or not. Because I heard that... I thought... Oh, go ahead. I heard that the White House like basically cracked down on him eating mcdonald's every day oh why why would that be i'm just curious uh, is, oh it's just not healthy you know does it look bad oh okay you know it's not really healthy to be eating mcdonald's every day there right. was a youtube video where some people ate they they got like a copy of the itinerary of what uh, he eats every day and mm -hmm. they literally ate exactly like how he does for an entire day and they said by the end of it like we're surprised we're not like violently ill yet because it was just disgusting well i wonder if your body adapts when you eat like that i i thought one of the reasons why he does that is because it's less like he's got a germ issue and there's less of a chance of someone messing with his food if it's all pre-produced that's what that's what i thought that could be wrong yeah i guess so i could He's just a very interesting guy. And if you don't know who we're talking <laughs> about... Say that again. Yes, he's very interesting. Remember to vote in November, everybody, please. Yeah. Don't vote for Orange Boy. <laughs> or Donnie, as I call him. Don't vote for Donnie. Hi. All right. Well, this is not the podcast about uh, crazy U.S. presidents. This is the podcast about dating. So, as a reminder, this podcast is not a substitute for mental health uh, treatment. So... Feel free to find resources online if you need that. Uh, let's get on with the emails here. First is an email from Ryan. says, nerds, why do so many people on online dating apps look for friends and not a relationship? Seems like a waste of time, Ryan. Uh, Ryan, well, sometimes it's hard for adults to make new friends. And sometimes it's easier to use these pre-established networking apps to find friends. Especially because many of them do support it too. You know, many of the apps will give you an option to put that you're looking for friends. Um, so there's nothing wrong with that. Uh, also, too, there's nothing wrong with just 
being friends with somebody first before you get into a relationship. And a lot mm -hmm. of people are going to be looking to be friends first to get to know someone first before they commit to a relationship. So, uh, there's nothing wrong with it. I mean, I, if your priorities are different, that's understandable. And there are people out there who will have similar priorities to you. Um, so I wouldn't worry too much about that, but I wouldn't never knock somebody for what they're looking for. I mean, as we all get older, you realize that, you know, when you're in high school or college or whatever, it's so easy to have friends because you're just around people so often. But when you get older, it gets really harder to uh, not only keep friends, but also make new friends. So, Right. I, it, it's it's understandable for a lot of people to go to an online dating app or something like Meetup yeah. and try to make new friends. It's totally unreasonable. Right. right. And I wish we could get all the people together that email us and say, why do so many online dating apps just have people that want to hook up? Yeah. And get all the people together that are looking for a relationship and find that everybody thinks they're friends. It's funny. I, I think we hear both sides of it. That some, I think it depends on the app you're on maybe too. Mm. I don't know if that has something to do with it. Uh, but I would yeah. say, Ryan, that, that I know right now because of the pandemic, it's kind of hard to just go out and meet people out in the open, mm. out, out in the wild, as it were. Yeah. But I would say maybe take a break from online dating apps for a while mm -hmm. and and try to meet people other ways. And again, I know that that's kind of tricky right now. Um, but, you know, we'll get to our new normal. But it may just be that online dating apps just aren't your thing. And that's okay because they're not for everybody. And when you go to these online dating apps like some of them like okay keep it and all that you can filter for what people are looking for so you can find somebody who's looking for a relationship and filter mm -hmm. out those people who are not looking for a relationship and looking for friendship so there are right. ways that you can find somebody so maybe just evaluate which app you're using and use the tools to filter out the people that you're that are not simpatico with what you're looking for so right um, and again, I, I really like the idea of, you know, being friends first. Yeah. There's really something to be said for that. You're not always going to have big butterflies and sparks and fireworks when you meet somebody. Sometimes the best relationships are ones that just start out kind of like a slow burn. So. Yeah. Takes some time sometimes. It, it, every situation's different. Everybody is different. Some people, you know, you can be friends with like, 13 people or whatever and then meet somebody and instantly feel a spark sometimes it, you know, there's so many different ways that it can go so there's not one right or wrong way if everyone's different everyone's got uh, right different processes for these things um, and the people that you have the great big sparks with aren't always the best people to be with yeah what was an amy schumer movie what, what was the name of that movie where um where the <laughs> i think amy schumer said well well, this guy I'm seeing, he's not like best sex ever guy. And his, her sister's like, best sex ever guy, you know, ends up in jail or ends up doing something. So she's like, you don't want to be with best sex ever guy. Like the chemistry is not the thing that keeps you together. Sometimes it's just, you know, meeting a person that's that's good to you. Yeah. Right. So it's not the best sex ever people sometimes. Yeah. But hey, if you can find that in all one package, good for you. That's great. Yeah, I think there's nothing wrong with uh, looking for a relationship and meeting people with that intent in mind. Um, just keep in mind too that, yeah, like some people are looking for friends and I, I think it's one of those things like don't knock what they are looking for and don't mm -hmm. let them knock what you're looking for. There are people out there right. that, are, that are simpatico for what everyone's looking for. It's just really a matter of patience and understanding. So 
yeah, the, the, don't feel too upset that you find people looking for friends because you you know alternatively you, you could be finding somebody who is looking for a hookup or something like that, and that's not what you're looking for presumably either. So, mm -hmm. but you know we run into these people, and what are you gonna do? You, you're you gonna go well, this person's not looking what I'm looking for, Ugh. or are you just gonna go well, <laughs> that's not that's not what I'm looking for. I'll move on and find someone who is looking for the same thing I'm looking for. So that's a really good. Ugh. Yeah. <laughs> I have to commend you on that. That was like that was like a voiceover comment. Ugh. 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 So, so anyways. <laughs> yeah, just be respectful and just, you know, let let people do what they're look doing, you know? They want to Everybody's friends. on a different life path. Yeah. Yep. All right. Do you want to read Jason's email? Sure. Jason says, "Nerds, the other day I ran to my ex. And I saw her with her new boyfriend. I felt pretty jealous and I'm wondering if I still have feelings for her. Should I text her and try to reconcile?" Jason, no. She's with a new person. Sometimes jealousy is just more that it's... What's the definition? I read something about the definition of jealousy is imagining all the fun you think they're having. So it may not be that you really have feelings for her. It may just be that there's some kind of sexual jealousy that happens when you see your ex with a new partner. So should you try, text her to try to reconcile? No. She'll reach out to you if she wants to get in touch with you. What do you think? Yeah, I think oftentimes if you break up with somebody you sort of maybe in your mind have a little bit of denial like oh they they probably are not doing too well without me or whatever else and to see this person prospering and doing well and having somebody else in their lives i think maybe you, you have that realization like oh they're actually doing pretty well and it, then maybe that's where that jealousy is coming from but either way uh yeah she's with somebody else and uh, you just need to respect that. So leave her be, leave him be, just move on. Um, you know, it's unfortunate, but I think it goes to show like sometimes, you know, you, a lot of times we wash our hands clean and then you realize, oh, you know, this person actually is doing quite well without our relationship. And maybe it ended up being the best for both of you to move on. So, um, yeah, I, I definitely don't, don't go ruining their relationship whatever you do that's that's a huge no-no so don't go yeah that. i mean she's already committed to somebody and who knows i mean maybe she is concerned about running into you with somebody yeah you know so and this yeah. happens people move on and you don't know what their relationship's like it may not be a great relationship but that's not really for you to decide right so yeah. i think we've said yeah you guys broke up for a reason people don't break up because things are going well and we've always said like breakups don't always have to be uh, forever they can be temporary breakups but um it, it's not you know when we say that it's not like every breakup is a temporary breakup some of them are permanent some of them mm -hmm. are temporary in that you know there are conditions like hey prove on this fix this do better at this that you know this person may consider taking you back uh i don't know the at what point at what your point your relationship got to where you broke up with this person but I would imagine that if she's moved on with somebody else, it's pretty final. It's not one where she's mm -hmm. waiting for you to make changes to your life. Uh, right. Also, I wonder how long they've been broken up for, too. You know, like, if right. this is like... Gonna... Oh, go ahead. I was going to say, if this is, like, a few years, like, do you really expect this person to not be moving on after all these years? So... Well, I, get, I think it's the reality versus when they're out of your mind, you don't really think about it maybe that much anymore. Yeah. And then it's like, I mean, I think that's the, that's the ultimate thing that most people think of is like, oh, they're going to be such a mess without me. 
yeah. and they're going to realize how how good our relationship was. And sometimes you all just are not meant to be together anymore. And that's yeah. that. And um, and I think when you reach a point where you are are detached, and you say to yourself, you know what, I wish them the best. If there was somebody, that's fine. I mean, I think it takes some time to get to that point, but I think you can get to that point where you're not really hoping for anything different than what it is right now. So, um, so I think it's normal for you to feel that way, Jason, but I don't, I don't think you should text her. I think that's your brain telling you that the relationship was better than what it actually was. Cause brains can be jerks like that, right? They can tell you, your brain can say to you, Oh, you're upset that she's with somebody. So therefore you must still like her. And that's not the, not necessarily the case. So yeah, don't let your brain do that to you. Yeah. Because think of why you broke up. Because you're probably thinking of all the times where you know, you're running through meadows with sunshine and flowers and bunny rabbits and stuff. And you're not thinking about the times that you were just like, yeah, this is not a good fit. So. Yeah. She'll contact you if she wants to get together with you. Yeah. It's, uh, you know, there, there's I guess there's always a possibility, but I wouldn't reach out for one and two. I wouldn't expect it, so... Yep. So you just work on yourself. So she does come around. You're a, you're a whole completed person. So. Yeah, exactly. Okay. Uh, next email is from Allison. Allison says, it's nerds. I've been dating my boyfriend for nine months. We had a chat about who we slept with back in September. And I didn't mention a friend of his that I got friendly with. This was during our first couple of weeks and I am friends with both. So I didn't think it'd be an issue but I didn't want to have it be an issue. Uh, It wasn't a good idea, but I didn't mention it. But now my boyfriend knows and he's mad that I didn't mention it. He's even talking about breaking up with me. Did I do something wrong, Allison? So can you recap for a second? So so she's dating somebody. They talked about who they slept with. There's a mutual friend. The mutual friend, she said, and she admitted to the boyfriend, or she didn't admit to the boyfriend that she slept with a mutual friend. Yeah. I think this okay, is, and he's upset because he found out. Okay. I'm, yeah. I'm, okay. I think there's 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 kind of a lot to unpack here. Uh, I think one is when you are dating and you're not exclusive. Again, we've talked about this before, but there's nothing saying that you're tied to that one person. So, I mean, until you are exclusive and you're mutually agreed upon that, you can date and sleep with other people. Should you tell the other people about that? Yes. And I think that's maybe where the issue is coming from here is that you should have mentioned it. Um, I don't think necessarily, you know, yes, you know, you were not necessarily tied to this person and you, you could have slept with this other person, but you also should have been accountable enough to let the person, your boyfriend know that you uh, were, were sleeping with them. Um, I think, you know, that that's something that if you guys are, if you guys had a chat about your partners and this was something where you guys were going to be disclosing this information and you just did not disclose it. I mean, yeah, that, that's, mm-hmm. that's an issue. Um, yeah, I think that, I think that's really the biggest issue here is you were asked to come clean about your, your past partners and you didn't, um, I get the impression here you knew it would be an issue, but you also didn't want to bring it up. And sometimes we just don't want to bring up uncomfortable things because we fear that it's going to bring a recourse that we're not comfortable with. But 
you have to be honest in a relationship. And if you aren't able to be honest and communicating, maybe it's not the right relationship for you. Um, and I think maybe that's why your boyfriend is talking about breaking up with you, because if you can't be honest and communicating with him that you were with this person, that shows that there's some major issues there in terms of trust and uh, communication. So, I mean, if you guys can't resolve these issues, then yeah, maybe it might be worth, you know, looking into separating and parting ways, but I would try to make things work and try to work on communication and being more honest with each other, uh, more so to do on your end than his, it sounds like, but, um, yeah. What do you think, Steph? I think you're damned if you did, damned if you didn't. So these kind of conversations about who you slept with usually never end well. Um, it might be that some, that he had a suspicion that this had happened, or maybe even his friend said something to him, and he was kind of checking to see what you would say. I think I can understand why you didn't say something, because first, it's really none of each other's business who you slept with, because that was before your relationship. Um, and again, these conversations usually don't start from a good place. Uh, and I can see where you didn't say anything because you didn't want to stir things up and you were hoping that maybe the friend would keep it quiet and then you'd be good. But, you know, I guess he talked about it. Uh, so, you know, there's this fine line between your sexual history is your sexual history. And there's nothing that says you have to share it. And the other part, which is, well, if you have a mutual friend, it might come out. So I think you're kind you were kind of in a, in a tough, you're between a rock and a hard place. You really can't win either way. Uh, yeah. So, you know, maybe if if you all, like Chris said, you know, talk about this. If you can't get past it, then maybe it is time to to split up uh, because, you know, you've been together for nine months. And, I mean, it is long term, but also at the same time, if this is going to be such a big thing, it's probably indicative of how you will deal with conflict later on in your relationship. So keep that in mind. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So. It's unfortunate, but yeah, I think Steph's right. It's damned if you do, damned if you don't. There is no way that you're going to um, not at least face a little bit of kickback from this. Uh, and I think it probably, you got the worst of it in terms of uh, it waiting so long that now it's come out. Um, yeah, so anyways. Um, yeah, I'm guessing there must have been a reason why this came up now. Yeah. So I I wonder if your boyfriend knew and he was trying to see if you're going to come clean with it. Maybe. But that could that's just supposition. I I have no idea if that's true or not. Yeah. Probably. You've been together yeah. for nine months. Usually, that conversation if you go there, you go there earlier than nine months in your relationship. Yeah. Usually, when you start being sexually active, you start making that maybe you just became sexually active i don't know but usually you have that conversation earlier in your relationship i would think what do you think do you think you have a conversation earlier than nine months about exclusivity and who you've been sleeping yeah with? like who you slept with and stuff again i don't think that's always a good conversation to have but no most people will have it within a few months if you're mm -hmm. dating because it is something that most uh most people will have that conversation of so anyways it's unfortunate, but uh, I, what's happened has happened, and now you just have to sort of manage it. And if you can't manage it, yeah, it might be time to end things. And, you know, I don't want to color or candy coat it and say that there's nothing wrong here because I do think there's some issues here. But, I mean, try your best to at least salvage it and, you know, be apologetic and face up to the fact that, yeah, you, you did not disclose that information. Uh, again, you know, there's nothing wrong with 
seeing other people while you're with other people be, until you're exclusive but you need to be at least when you're getting sexually active you need to be conversing about that that's not something that you just hide from that other person so wait when was nine months ago i was just thinking about this too this is this is may right <laughs> in quarantine what month is it so what um would have been like september october something like that okay so yeah so if you weren't together I this has no bearing, but yeah, I, 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 I don't know. I, part of me is like, again, you there was no way that you you were not gonna have an issue come up with this either way. Yeah, and I can see where you're trying to protect him too. That if he didn't have to know about this, and it makes not one iota of difference in your relationship, mm-hmm. then you know, maybe I, I I can see where you're protecting him, but and, and you know. Yeah, he can't win. But if if but also if you talk about it, he can't let it go. That's not on you anymore. Yeah. That's the other thing. Don't don't let somebody beat you over the head with this, metaphorically. Mm-hmm. So it's unfortunate, but uh hopefully you But it happens. You can it resolve happens. this and Especially live in a smaller town or something, this happens. Yeah. Yeah, yeah and even in bigger places this happens too. You know? Oh yeah. Like yeah. sometimes it's just you're talking to people, and you know I, we don't know the extent of this other relationship. Maybe it was just a one night thing. Who knows? But mm-hmm. you know, sometimes people, you know, these things happen. People have uh, sexual needs. So, anyways, right, and and you may run in the same circles of people and the same interests, and you know, so yeah. But anyways, I'd also be like, hey, why is this other guy telling my boyfriend about this? But I also wonder who they found out this from we don't know because that's kind of sketchy to like just hey by the way i slept with your girlfriend that's that's is that how they found out though because i don't think it says yeah there's well it's like uh i didn't i it wasn't a good idea and i but i didn't mention it but now my boyfriend knows and he's mad i didn't mention it yeah so allison did you did you say hey i have somebody to tell you and i thought about i think it's a good idea to tell you because hey props to you for doing that if he, if the guy said something to your boyfriend, well, that's sketchy. He probably, you know, that's yeah. like that's kind of a violation of, your, of some kind of unspoken agreement. But um, it could be that maybe like a mutual friend of everyone knew and just let slip. Like it's hard to know who exactly gave this information. Right. We don't know. But, if, but I mean, if you're talking about breaking up with somebody, either do it or don't do it. Yeah. You know, like, talking about breaking up with somebody, that can become, like, a slow form of torture. Yeah. How much are you talking about it? Is he saying to you, well, I'm thinking about breaking up with you if you don't do X, Y, Z. I would not accept that in a relationship. If you don't do this, this, and this, I'm going to break up with you. Well, okay, there's the door. You know, so... Well, I think I mean, a lot of people will threaten breaking up when they maybe have just that gut reaction and they just haven't thought it through yet, and... Right. You know, and I, it's kind of like when you're married and just say, oh, why don't we get a divorce? Like that's, and I'm not to the same extent when you're dating, but you know, it's, it's one of those things like, yeah, just don't do that unless you're ready to, to pull the trigger. Yeah. If you're I'm having not... a discussion saying, hey, I don't think we should be together anymore. And I don't know, I'm thinking about it. That's different than I think we should break up if you don't do X, Y, Z. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Depends how often it's being brought up and how. Yeah. I'm Is just... it being used to coerce? I would, Go ahead. I would just say, you know, this person's obviously in pain. Like, I wouldn't, mm-hmm. you know, we say things when we're in pain that, you know, maybe we don't always 
you know, think all the way through. So I wouldn't really hold yeah. him too much accountable to that because, you know, he's hurting right now and understandably so. You know, he sees that you were not being honest and he's got a friend who was maybe perhaps not being honest with him either. He's hurting right now. And I wouldn't just go and say, well, pull the trigger on this just because he's hurting right now. Like he's he's in a place of emotional pain and he's not doing too well. So uh, you, you say things when you're like that, that, yeah, maybe are mm. probably a little outlandish and a little absurd and probably should have been more thought out because i agree he should have probably thought his calculated his words a little better than that but it's hard you know we're thinking as two rationally minded people who are not in the midst of emotional pain but uh this guy obviously is not quite the case Well, well i agree with that but i'd also say that if he's talking about this repetitively and it's not resolving then I'd say you really need to take a look at whether this is a relationship you want to stay in. Yeah, if he's saying something and he says something in the in the heat of anger or emotions, that's one thing. But if it's being brought up, even if you're trying to resolve it, then that that would be a red flag. Yeah, I mean, try to resolve it and try to, you know, you can even say if you, this is something you're interested in doing, but just say, hey, you know, I'm not taking that off the table, but maybe we can try these other things first before we just decide to call it quits if you want and just see what they say. I mean, because you didn't, you didn't cheat on him. You know, I mean, maybe around that time you guys were seeing each other and you hadn't committed. But like Kurt said, you know, if you don't make a commitment, there's this this kind of expectation that you're going to date other people. Yeah. So, I mean, did you have an obligation to him at the time? If you did, then I could see where it'd be more of an issue. Yeah. But I mean, I guess only you can answer that if you guys had an obligation to each other at that time. It doesn't sound like it from your email. Yeah. So. I mean, how much time frame does he want to have, I guess, rights to? Not the rights is the right, rights is the right word, but you know what I mean. Yeah. Sorry. When did you guys start seeing each other? My cat's decided to jump up on the desk. Go down, cat. Your, your cat just decided to jump up on the deck? Yeah, he was, he was going right up to the microphone. You probably heard him. Actually, I heard, I heard, oh, I didn't hear the purring. Because I would have been like, what are you doing over there? So I did not hear the purring. <laughs> Sounds like you guys have a lot to work through. Um, or not. You could just decide to call it quits. That's entirely reasonable right. too. You could blame it on us. Yeah. Not blame it on us. You could do whatever you want, which leads into our next email. Yeah. Which is, is this mine or yours? This is mine, right? Helen's is okay. yours, yeah. Okay. So, nurse, I want to break up with my boyfriend because I just don't love him anymore. I don't specifically know why, it just is. He wants hard answers as to why and won't let me break up with him. What can I do, Helen? Helen, I actually wrote about this in my gaslighting book, uh, what to do when you want to break up with somebody, because we mentioned several times that you don't really need a reason. You could just be like, I don't want to go out with this person anymore. And sometimes just telling someone, hey, this just isn't going to work out is the best way to go because, and you make it firm too. You don't say maybe we can be friends. You just say this, uh, you know, I think that we've grown apart. This just isn't going to work. Yeah. You have to be very clear about it, but sometimes we break up with people just because you have a feeling it's not a good fit. And that's perfectly acceptable. And as far as he won't let you break up with him, if he's doing anything like I'm going to hurt myself, if, if you break up with me, that's emotional blackmail. I'd also call 911 or whatever your emergency services in your country. Um, if he threatens to hurt himself uh, mm -hmm. and, you know, a hard answer as to why, again, sometimes it's just that 
things just didn't work out and you are not obligated to talk to someone more than that. And sometimes it's so, I can understand why someone would want some answers because it may be that they want to see if it's something they can fix or they want to see, you know, sometimes people ask because they want to make sure they don't do the same thing in the next relationship, but you are under no obligation to give them a detailed answer because sometimes that just opens up more questions. So I recommend that if someone's going to bring up someone, find a neutral location. Don't do it on a specific like holiday or a special day to that person. Just say, hey, I've been thinking about it and I just don't think it's going to work out and I don't think we're going to reconcile. And I, I think it's important to do that tactfully. I mean, I know emotions get involved, but you know, not letting him break up with you. If he's using guilt or, again, threatening something, then that's obviously not okay. And you can break up with somebody for any reason that you don't have to get permission from them. Yeah. So go ahead and break up with them. What can you do? You already know what you need to do. Yeah. What do you think? Well, I think, uh, you know, the whole won't let you break up with him without answers thing is emotional abuse so that's not good um essentially if you are gonna break up with him you need to make it like very firm and final and mm -hmm. uh let him know and go no contact yeah mm -hmm. there is no ambiguity you know let him know maybe write out a letter something that you know he can't like interrupt you or something like because if you call him, he can always hang up or, you know, do something like that. Um, but uh, essentially, he's he's trying to kind of grasp for that last little bit of that relationship. And I think instead of uh, allowing him to do that, you just need to let him know, like, there's nothing for you to grasp onto. Like, it's done. Uh, so I think writing a letter might be the best way because that way you can get your thoughts out in a clear concise manner let him know exactly send him an email maybe even or you know a text whichever you feel comfortable with but it's you know you i guess you have probably tried to do it in person and that hasn't gone well so i think you need to just go the route of sending one clear direct message and then just you know saying that's then it go no contact yeah. right but i think it's good to be firm and be direct and be concise so that again there's no ambiguity with left like mm -hmm. leave no room for him to sort of grasp onto just when you're writing it think of like things that he may he may try to sort of go oh well but this or this like just try your best to eliminate those and i know that can be hard mm -hmm. but i think it's good to sort of leave very little ambiguity when you're breaking up with someone mm -hmm. just so they know there's no room left for that relationship to right again that stuff like well, maybe we can be friends in the future or I need a break. You say, you know what? Our relationship is over at this point and it's just, I just don't feel like we can have a tenable relationship. And again, you don't need to get into why. You can break up with somebody just because you don't like what color shirt they wore. I mean, yeah, that's a little irrational. But yeah. you, you aren't obligated. You're never obligated to stay in a relationship for any reason. Mm, never. Yeah. I can't think of a time where you would have to be obligated to stay in a relationship. Uh, because that's not a relationship built on mutual trust and respect and love if you are emotionally manipulating somebody to staying with you. Yeah. And that's where I think Kurt's too, like what you're saying, like if you, you've, sounds like you tried to break up with it when you're one-on-one. -on -one. 
So yeah, a letter, um, you might want to be there when they read the letter, or I would go to a public place with witnesses because yeah, I, I don't know. I would just be overly cautious if, if for chance he's threatened to hurt himself. And again, if he does that, you, you call emergency services. You don't mess around with that. I would take that seriously. Yeah. I would just basically, essentially, I would just send a letter and, and, and leave it at that. Because if you do it in public and you try to talk to him, I don't get the impression that he's going to be open to communication. And it might just end up being real ugly. Normally, I would try to say do it in person, but this person's clearly not... He He's being very sort of emotionally abusive about it and he's also just not being very polite and well-mannered about it so i think in terms of offering him that nice that kindness like you don't have to he you've already tried and he's already shown that he has no respect for it so i I mean i i would caution against meeting in public just because I, i mean you've tried to do it in person i don't know if meeting in public is necessarily going to make much of a difference I mean, mm. I don't know. Maybe it might, but yeah. yeah. So I would, I would just send him an email, leave a, leave a letter or something, you know, something that's just clear and concise and don't, again, don't leave him any room to interrupt you and, and go no contact. Yeah. Because that way, because if you go in public, like, I don't know, he could just storm off or do something I, before you're able to finish it. And something tells me, you know, as childish as it may sound, like something tells me a guy like that would probably do something like that. So, mm-hmm. so. that's a, that's a good point. Yeah. Well, all the best in breaking things off with this person, but yeah, uh, again, you, you don't need a reason you could, you can break up with anybody for any reason and don't let someone guilt you into a decision that you've made to go against that. Yeah. And just to make sure you don't love him anymore, that's enough. Yeah. I mean, it sounds pretty clear, Alan. That's what you want to do. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. We, it's just, you know, sometimes it's good to just, uh, you know, normally I would say out of respect for both parties, it's good to do it in person. But when you're doing that, that's under the presumption that both parties can be at least polite and well-mannered. Almost and civil. Right. Civil. And... Which breakups are not always going to be civil. Yeah, and I think it's good to know when to draw that line and say, well, this is the time for me to be offering this person kindness is kind of past. Like, at this point now, you need to focus more on yourself and make sure that you're getting out cleanly and whatnot. So, as cleanly out of a relationship as you can, I guess. And and if manipulation or guilt is used, that just further confirms that you've made the right decision. Yeah, exactly. So... That's unfortunate, but uh, is what it is. It happens. Yeah. Emotions run high. Yeah. So. Cool. Well, Steph, where can people find more of your work online? StephanieSarkis.com and check out the book Gaslighting. Nice. And what tells everybody about your empire. Yep. ThreeInGrenaders.com, movie commentaries, reviews, whatnot. Some new podcasts going up soon, so. Yeah. Yep. I'm going to be on the James Bond one. Looking yep. forward to that. The James Bond one. That'll be exciting. Can't wait to talk yeah. about that. That's, that'll be fun. That will be. Yes. I get out on three episodes of that one. That's Ooh. very exciting. Yeah. Yeah. yeah you and, and Steve both nabbed up a few episodes. So I was like, oh, great. 
two people enjoyed it. Yeah, I think, I think we were kind of like competing for best episodes. So I got Moonraker, which will be interesting. That's yeah. what the campier, one of the campier James Bonds. It's basically Star Wars. But yeah. yeah, I I mean I I love all the James Bonds, but yeah. Um, so yeah, so everybody stay safe and healthy. And yeah. a lot of therapists, if you are feeling uncomfortable being seen in person, a lot of us are seeing people on telehealth. So there you go. Um, and that way you can talk to somebody from the comfort of your own home. Yeah. So wear a mask, everybody. We don't know kind of where we're at with the virus still. So mm-hmm. protect yourself. Protect the people you love. And there you go. Until next time, everyone. Bye for now. Bye, everybody.